0: Hey everybody, welcome to Rocks Talk Episode 9 here with your hosts, Braden and Dawson Lee. Before we go anywhere today, I want to put out a quick disclaimer that both of us are operating uh, today in a little bit of frustration. There has been just some struggles and some things that I think Rockies fans have come to expect um, from our team, and it's just been unfortunate to see it kind of transpiring right before our eyes after a really good start. Now, that's not to say that it's the end of everything. We know that there's 162 games. We know that it's a long season. We know that there's, you know, pieces missing right now, whatever. Um, but with that said, we are taking the mics today with a little bit more frustration. So in case you've missed it, Dawson's going to give you a little bit of a rundown on the last few games here. I think the last 10, just so you know why we are not as happy as we could be.
1: <laughs> yeah, Um so our last 10 games we are two and eight we've won two out of our last 10 games we've lost three out of our last four home games and yeah it's four games but we normally play better at home and we need to um especially when we're struggling we're 17 and 18 we're under 500 just as you mentioned last week that the next time we talk we could be under 500 here we are uh 17 and 18 five and a half games back we are in last place in the nl west yes it's a tough division But once you're down there, it's tough to work your way back. So I'm just hoping, honestly, that the Diamondbacks just start sucking too. Um, But they've been hot. They play the Dodgers right now.
0: Um, But yeah, it's been a rough week. I think there's just been a lot, at least from my end, and full disclosure to everybody who listens and watches, I probably watch and pay attention to the Rockies a little bit less than Dawson. Dawson is probably a little more committed, so he's got more of the stats more of the you know I watched every inning I can tell you about it kind of a feel whereas I've watched a lot and I definitely keep up but Dawson has a little bit more of that so from my from my perspective as a little bit more of a casual fan I mean I wouldn't say I'm casual but just in comparison to you I'm probably a little more casual I'm just annoyed because we start off the year hot we have Chris Bryant we have all of these players coming in where I'm like okay this could be the year. I mean, I make a bold prediction, which we both knew was bold of 90 wins, and that's not out the window, but now we're in a situation where under 500 in the toughest division in baseball, it is what you just said. It's not like, oh, in a few games, we could be back at the top here because it's it's really not. Not if you've got the Dodgers, the Padres, the Giants, and the D-backs in your division. It's just not. I mean, our hope now is that the Diamondbacks maybe start slipping. We climb into the fourth spot, and then it's going to be a a fight for the three spot. And what I anticipated as a two spot finish is really going to be a fight now because the other four teams have come out hot. So I don't know. I mean, from a casual fan perspective, I'm just annoyed more than anything else because we start off hot. The bullpen looks good. Things are happening. And now I'm like, our bullpen is doing terrible. I'm frustrated by some of our roster moves. It feels like we can't get hits in big spots. Maybe that's not a hundred percent true. We've had seen some good things with B rod and Brendan Rogers and, Rimat came on a little bit last night, you know, we've seen some of that, but I I guess I, my, my overall sentiment is just frustration. Am I off on that? What are you feeling? No, yeah, I agree. Um, especially when we started off so
1: hot, you know, we're eight and three feeling good. Then we're 16 and 11 and we're like, wow, things are going great. Now we're 17 and 18. It's like, what, what has happened? Um, Yes, we played some tough teams, but... But the
0: Royals aren't a tough team.
1: Yeah, we lost two of three to the Royals. At home. Two of three to the Diamondbacks. Didn't hit a home run in seven games, six or seven games. Um,
0: But drop... Okay, so I'm just going to... Because I am frustrated. I'm just going to go in. The Royals... The Royals is a situation. When we look at that, um, that should not have been what it was. We there's no reason that we should have dropped two out of three to them at home. There's no reason. Yeah, there's no reason for it. Um, we're a home
1: team. We have been the past few years, and against a struggling team, yeah, we're struggling too. But our guys got to step up. Um, I mean, we scored like thirty runs, twenty-five runs, and had probably like fifty hits. There was over thirty hits Friday night. The game we were at is crazy, but I mean, our pitching has got to be there. Our bullpens. Struggling really bad now. Bard's had a couple rough appearances. Even He's, last night. Yeah. He struck out the side, but made the one big mistake, giving up a home run. Um, so you just can't make that one mistake. I mean, you know, that no one's gonna remember the three strikeouts are gonna remember the home run you gave up that won lost the game is, for yeah, that lost the lost the game. Yeah. Um and so I'm just like, you know, we're only two and a half games back of that third wild card spot now. So I mean we're still like right there, but the way we're playing it doesn't give much hope. Um defensively, pitching wise, even hitting wise, some games. Uh and then our just our schedule too. We've got the Giants for three at home, Mets for three, and then we go on the road, which is always tough anyways. We got the Pirates, which they're not that great, but it's on the road where we've just really struggled. So
0: Yeah, no, and I, I think That's the thing for me is kind of the hope, the hope piece. At the start of the season, we come in, things are feeling good, things are looking good, and it's like, okay, this is the year. And obviously we knew there'd be hiccups, and this is a hiccup. Now, don't get us wrong. You know, this isn't like, okay, it's the end of the year for the Rockies. Things are, We could absolutely flip it on its head. Uh, our, Our grandpa was talking with us the other day, actually, actually yesterday. And he was like, you know, some of those teams that really went deep in, in the playoffs and actually did some really big things, um, were teams that didn't start incredibly hot. So he he was giving us a infusion of optimism yesterday, <laughs> which was probably necessary because both of us are sitting in a pretty frustrating spot. And I think that's exactly it. Das. It just feels like, and not to make light of what real PTSD is, but for me, from a kind of a funny perspective or sports, perspective, it gives me like this PTSD of, of Rockies teams of old, of like, and not, I'm not not talking like the Blake Street Bombers. That's good. that's a good a good feeling. I'm talking teams where I'm like, okay, this is a stacked lineup. We have a chance. We start off hot. We look good, and then suddenly the bottom falls out. The bullpen's gone. Our starters feel like they just can't figure it out. We've got airs all over the place. I'm just frustrated because I'm like, what are we even doing? And and I just don't. I don't have an answer for it. I I just feel incredibly frustrated by that because it feels to me like. Hope is lost. Now, that's not true, but in the moment, right, and under the cloud right now, the cloud that's raining and it feels like it's just following me, I'm frustrated and mad because it feels bleak right now. Yeah, and I mean, like you were saying, it's... Give me hope, Doss. I I need hope. Well,
1: the hope is it's a 10-game stretch, (laughs) you know, and Chris Bryant possibly comes back this Friday, which I feel like will just make a big difference, just him being... Uh, in the dugout and on the field. Um, so I feel like that'll make a diff- big difference, and it's a long season. Uh, that's basically all I got. <laughs> Thanks, but, Um One interesting move that you were kind of mentioning, actually after the first game against the Giants, really surprising move, honestly, surprised me and a lot of people on Twitter and social media. Um, catcher Dom Nunez was optioned to AAA. No one was called up yet. Someone will be obviously. Right. Um, to fill in that spot. They're expecting Brian Servin, a catcher, to make his MLB debut. Um, or he would be making his MOB debut. But Dom, their twenty-eight uh, plate appearances, hitting one forty three with no home runs, two RBIs. Yeah. Off to a rough start, but he's kind of, you know, it's been Elias and Dom. So it's kind of just interesting. But I guess when you're struggling, you just gotta try stuff, I guess. Um
0: I just don't, I don't know that, you know, when I think about when you're struggling, you need to try stuff. I agree with the statement. I just don't know that that's the method or approach I would take sending down our other catcher yep. who, you know, I I know he hasn't been incredible in the, in the dish or at the dish right now. Um, I know he hasn't been great behind the plate either. I mean, he hasn't been bad. It just hasn't been like overwhelmingly good or anything, but I I just, if we're going to option people. I just look at our bullpen and I'm like, man, let's try some things out there. I don't, I don't know that, I, I don't know, but I guess catching can affect pitching.
1: Yeah. But also, you know, like, I don't our know, our pitchers are, you know, you get used to the catchers you throw to, right? So it's been Elias and Dom. And then also like, not that we're doing anything wrong, but you know, a month into the season, Brennan Rogers was hitting oh seventy five or whatever. And we waited on him. We didn't send him down or anything. So I feel like this is kind of the same situation. Just wait on Dom. He's only playing once every four days because Elias is our starting and main catcher, you know. Um, But Brian Servan, you know, young, got potential. So I guess we'll see what
0: happens. What do we know about him? I really, to be honest, don't don't know a a whole lot,
1: honestly. I was trying to find some, you know, stats and stuff. Sure. I, our AAA uh, players in general have been playing well, though. Our farm system right now, you know, Tavar, yep. uh tovar has been hot. Yeah, everyone's just kind of doing really good. Um, another thing that we talked about last week, Justin Lawrence sent down for Lucas Gilbrith. Right. Still don't understand that move, even a week into that move. Uh, Lucas has had a couple appearances, got the final out in the win, against the Royals, pitched a scoreless ninth, but we were up by six. Right. Um, ERA over 14, only five strikeouts, seven walks, not really catching anyone's eye still, even when I'm watching live or on TV. Um, Just really struggling still, and I'm just kind of – Kind of still just questioning the move in some ways uh, because of how good Justin Lawrence has been this year uh, with an ERA just in the, like, it was just over two, I think. Right. Um, And so the first game against the Giants, you know, Gilbreth comes in to face some lefties. They throw in some pinch hitters, righties to uh, face the lefty because Gabe Kapler just does that a lot. Right. And again, just doesn't do his job, really. You know, when that's the frustrating, even when you're a lefty, and especially the past couple of years with the three batter minimum, you, you can't be a lefty specialist anymore. There's no such thing. Yeah. With the universal DH now, pinch hitters are all over the place, you know, for matchup moves like that. Um, you gotta, you gotta be able to get anyone out lefty or righty, uh, righty. And when you come in and walk the first guy that you face, you're just asking for trouble. Yeah. You know,
0: you just can't do that. Yeah. It's poking a bear. Yeah. No matter what team you're facing. It's, yeah, it's frustrating. So I looked up Brian Servant. I actually found some stuff on him here. So I figured I'd I'd give you a little bit of a rundown. So we don't know a ton about uh, Brian Nicholas Servant either, but I'll give you what I know. So born in Palm Desert, California, drafted in 2016 by the Rockies in the fifth round. He was our 140th overall pick that year. Played college baseball at Arizona State. So last year in the minors, he had a pretty good year. Played 73 games. Um, Let's see, give you some stats that you like to know about homers here. So 16 homers, 38 RBIs, um, 61 strikeouts, one stolen base, batted 250. On-base percentage was 308 slugging was 504. So on base plus slugging was 812, which is solid. Um, And then this year, he's off to a really good start. So he's got in 77 at bats, scored 18 runs, 21 hits, five home runs, 11 RBIs, batting 273 on base percentage of 406. um, And his on base plus slugging, so OPS is 912. So definitely, I mean, he's in AAA, he's not in the majors, but his stats versus Dom's are significantly different, at least offensively. I don't know about defense, but yeah, from an offensive perspective, it looks like that might be a, you know. Definitely a, the one you're thinking
1: is going to get the call. Right.
0: So. Yeah. No, it sounds to me like that would certainly be true. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at some of his defensive stats. And he's a righty, correct? He is. Yeah. Yeah, because he's – oh, you mean at-bat? Well, at, yeah. Yeah, so right, right.
1: Because Dom, you know, is the yep. – Lefty who faces the right hander a lot. If it's a lefty, yeah. Elias, you know, was just always catching, you know, obviously, because you don't want that left on left.
0: But. Yeah. No, he's twenty seven years old, six foot two oh seven, and he's righty righty. Um last year, behind the dish, he had um looks like five errors total. So pretty solid. Nine um, assists. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: you know, like we said, Dom hasn't been anything. Uh, crazy this year. No,
0: not that he's been bad. Yeah, he had just... a good
1: year last yeah. year. So, I mean, I think he'll be fine. Um, and maybe there, maybe there's something else that we don't know about too, you know, some sort of injury or just something right. going yeah. on. So we'll see what happens. A couple interesting moves. We've, we've just got to win, got to win at home, especially
0: with how tough it's been on the road. Yeah. And so I, I guess coming from the same perspective that I took last week of, Hey, we could be, above or below 500. The next time we talk, it's the same story now because we're so close, which is nice that we're hovering around there. But I mean, this is a situation where we could be significantly below <laughs> or we could hover around it or we could be better. What it, What is the differences here? What are we going to need to do to be having this conversation next week and us be above 500 versus well below? Like what, what kind of things are you seeing from us that are going to have to change if we're going to be there? Because Giants two more Mets for two three, three games. games. Um so I mean, I don't know. What what what, what are you seeing? What are we going to have to do to be in a better spot?
1: Well, I think it all starts not even with pitching or hitting. I think it's just plain clean baseball. You can't be having one or two errors every single game. Um this has been one of the worst defensive starts in Rockies history. Um and it's not what you'd expect when you look at our Defensive lineup. No, it's not. Um, McMahon has eight. He had seven all of last year. We're a month and a half in. Yeah. Um, it's he's still a, you know, great fielder, but he's just making those errors. Um, but it's not just him. You know, it's everyone on the team. Um, Outfield infield, catcher, everything. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then that doesn't help the pitching, you know, when guys are making mistakes in the field. And so, when you look at the Giants, the Mets, the Yankees right now, who are hot, the Astros who won eleven straight, um, the Padres who are killing it, they're not making errors every game. They're playing clean baseball, and that's where it starts. So, you know, we're we're scoring runs at home. It's tough out on the road, but we're scoring runs at uh, runs at home. Our pitching can be there, but I think it just all starts
0: with playing clean baseball. Well, I think there's an element of trust too. Like I remember, so again, you guys know, we. I never played at a high level. Dawson really didn't play at a high level ever either. We played, we loved it. I didn't pitch very well. That was not my spot to play. Dawson probably pitched a little more than me, but I do remember when I would throw, I was not gonna blow it by somebody and I certainly didn't have the off speed to really be fooling anybody. I wasn't a strikeout guy. I was definitely a contact type pitcher. But I always remember my coaches telling me, hey, just put it in play and what? Trust trust us, yep. trust the defense. And even though that was in Babe Ruth and Legion Baseball, there, there's still elements of that, there has to be, that run through the mind of a professional pitcher that says, hey, I need to strike this guy out because our defense may not make the play. I need to do something with my pitches that's going to cause swings and misses and not just contact to our guys that I should be able to trust, but that are making errors. And I a hundred percent agree with you. It does start with that because I think there's a direct correlation and I I don't, I'm sure this is proven somehow, but I know that there's a correlation between errors behind a pitcher versus their ERA and stuff like that. Because if they do not trust their defense, they're going to be trying to do too much. And when you try and do too much as a pitcher, command goes out the window. You start missing location. When you miss location, you start getting bombs hit off you or you just, you know, whatever. And so to me, I do agree with you. I think that's a huge piece of it when you're not playing clean baseball. And, and and here's the thing. I know I'm going on a rant now, but it's different when it's just, hey, this is a backup guy that's in for today. He won't be even in the lineup tomorrow. He hasn't got a ton of reps in the field. He made a mistake. Th- that's not who this is. This is Iglesias. This is McMahon. And it's like, these guys cannot be making consistent errors. For McMahon to already have more errors than he did last year, this year, and then you look at our record and our pitching, there's a direct correlation. There has to be. And that's frustrating to me. And I'm in a place where I'm like, if I'm in that clubhouse, if I'm another player, if I'm a coach, whatever, I know I'm a fan, but I'll give you my two, two cents here. I'm talking to him and I'm saying, dude, you've got to do something to step this up. There has to be something that changes because if there's not, you're impacting our pitching staff, which in which is impacting our our team as a whole. Am I off on that? Maybe I'm just emotional.
1: I think a little bit of both. Um, He was interviewed after the game against the Giants and love Ryan McMahon. Totally. Well, I love him too. Yeah. Just totally owned it and just was saying it's unacceptable uh, and that's good. And that it's getting to him a little bit.
0: Well, I'm sure it is. Um,
1: Yeah. And, you know, he's like, uh, I think he was saying, you know, they scored two runs that they shouldn't have because of the air in, you know, not really in his defense because, you know, if you're in the majors, you're expected to make plays, you you're know. are paid to, yeah. Yeah, uh, and lots of money for McMahon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was tweeting about it uh, last night and a couple nights ago. We're kind of just having some tough luck. Um, some of the errors that he was having, it was like bases loaded, no outs, and just a real like slowly hit chopper down the third baseline. To where you kind of have to make a decision. Am I going home? Am I going to first? You got a fast runner going to first. You got to be quick. Just, you know, maybe trying to be too fast. What Buddy was saying. He was just maybe trying to get the out at home, you know. And just trying to uh, be too quick than he had to be. But, you know, there's just been a couple of those where they are kind of tougher plays. But you still got to make them. Um, but yeah, uh, one one bright spot. Real quick, though, because we've been kind of...
0: Before before you go there, I want to say one more thing about Ryan okay. just Because I, I do want to be careful. I came down kind of hard on him, but I came down hard on everybody. I love Ryan McMahon. Yeah, I love our team from top to bottom. There is nobody else I would rather have in Rockies uniforms. And I trust these guys. But I think it is because of that I get frustrated. But I also want to be abundantly clear to anybody that's listening, whether you played baseball yourself or you've watched baseball or whatever you're watching because you like us, which I appreciate. Baseball is not easy. So we say a slow chopper. If most people tried to take a slow chopper, it would be an error every time. And then you add throwing it, it's going to be an error, right? So I know we say he's getting paid to do it and whatever else. There is a certain level of difficulty that most people do not understand. And I will self admit, I'll admit, I don't even I don't even understand because I haven't played at that level. I know it's a, a di- completely different level of difficulty and, and you know, margin for error is even smaller and whatever else. But I am strictly speaking from a perspective of just, I, I know I can't do it myself. So sometimes people come and say, oh, well, you know, you can't talk like that because you can't go do it. I know I can't do it. I'm just saying there are other players that do it. And I know that Rymac is not only capable of doing it, but we've seen him do it. And so that's where I'm like, something's got to turn around for him because that, I mean, he, as Rymac goes, so the defense goes in some ways. I've noticed that when he's on, when he's locked in, it seems like the team is locked in. When he's off, we're making a ton of errors. It seems to trickle into other areas. Yep. Well, and if you're thinking,
1: you know, if you're watching this or listening to this and thinking that we're just saying, you know, you need to make this play, but we couldn't. If you go watch the interviews with Rymac, like we were right. saying, he's saying, I need to make those plays. You know, um, I just wanted to amend
0: that before I went on, because I, I kind of got excited yeah. there.
1: and before I go to something good, um, Antonio Sensatella can, uh, against the Giants pitched really well. The first two innings was looking really sharp. Uh, then warming up to start the third inning, get some back tightness or something, gets pulled out of the game. He's going on the I.L., uh, probably the ten day, I think. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen anything official. Um, so it sounds like Ty Block's gonna probably get a couple starts, yes, possibly. I like that. But we, but we have the off day Thursday, so it could be Chad Cool who yeah. pitches against the Giants. Pitch Sunday, sure. Um, but that just I eh.
0: like Ty Block. That's why we can't start having those. No, you're nineties. right. I, I'm not glad about Seth being here. I just yeah, like Ty yeah. Block, but I do not like that. And you're right, him going out. At the start of the third inning, I I don't know. I mean, it, he was he looked pretty solid yeah. from what I was seeing. So,
1: yep. Uh, and then the one bright spot that I just want to point out one you know McMahon hit a home run. He's had a a home run into it of the last three games. Hopefully, he'll get going offensively. Crone uh, has struggled, but seemed to maybe find it the first game against the Giants. Uh, still hitting over three hundred. So, I mean he's just striking out more and not coming through in the situations where he was earlier. But I mean, you're not going to do that every single time. No, you're not. Uh, But Yonatan Daza, 64 plate appearances, hitting 391 with seven RBIs. You know, he's not a huge power guy or anything, but it seems like every single night, every time he's in the lineup, he has multiple hits, at least one, but it seems like he's just thrown out hits every single game. Uh, and that's just great to see from a guy who's not really a starter in the outfield. You no. know, when Chris comes back, he's gonna he's not gonna like uh, fight for a spot against Chris, I don't think. No. But grichik has been kind of struggling, but that's where the DH is good too. Right. Uh, Connor Joe's actually been struggling a little bit too. Right. Yonatan's hot. You know, we could see some lineups that we haven't we didn't
0: see. Earlier in the year. Right. And we should, right? Because in a long season, you're going to have different looks. There's going to be players that are hot. There's players that are going to hit home runs in bunches. There's different things. I mean, you just have different levels of a lineup. And that's why the guys that manage it and run all of that get paid the big bucks too, is because they have to make those tough decisions where you might have a good player, a better player that gets replaced for a hot player. And that's the right move for that night or for that week. And so it is tough, but I would like to see Daza keep swinging it because he does look good. It's not necessarily a bunch of power, but that's not always what you need. We've got our power, guys. He's just been consistent contact. Yep. So that's where we're at. You've heard some frustrations from us. We hope that the disclaimer at the start got you prepared for what was to come. We're, it's not the end of the world for the Rockies. Hope All hope is not lost, contrary to the way that I feel sometimes. In fact, I'm going to maintain my optimism. We still have a chase for 90 wins. And it's not that we won't be able to get those 90 wins. That's just a big number, especially the way we look right now. But it's not down and out. Things are not over. There are some bright spots. Rogers has been completely different in May than he was in April. RIMAC seems to be coming on. Crone is still hitting well. There's still good pieces of the Rockies. All hope is not lost. Just be encouraged. Still watch the Rockies. Still cheer for them. Doss, any final thoughts before we let him go today? No, I think just what you you just said is what I would say. So Okay, well, thanks again for tuning in to Rocks Talk episode number nine. We will talk to you next Monday. As always, go Rockies. Go Rocks.